Welcome to the Life is for Everyone podcast. Our purpose is to educate, activate, and transform. We post a new podcast every Monday and Wednesday. Prepare to be enlightened, encouraged, challenged, and fired up, ready to go as you listen to today's podcast. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Life is for Everyone podcast. I am super excited today because I have my mum with me. Thank you so much for coming on, mum. It's it's my uh, pleasure and absolute privilege, and I'm excited um, what God's doing in your life, Grace. Amen. So I just want to start off by opening up in prayer. Lord, we give you this podcast. Everyone who's listening to this podcast right now, we thank you, Jesus, that you speak through me, you speak through my mum, that these words just touch the listeners' hearts and that they leave transformed after listening to this podcast. We just thank you, Lord, for that. Amen. Amen. So um, to give a little introduction to my mum, my mum is the most amazing mum ever. Um, gave up a lot to homeschool me, my sister, and my brother. And I have just watched my mum be so selfless um, in the way that she loves every member of my family. My mum is one of my biggest cheerleaders and a big part of my original inspiration um, to want to pursue something in the pro-life world. My mum was the one who first told me what abortion was after I asked her when it came up in a conversation one time. And uh, my mum's played a big part in contributing to my passion for this issue. We've had many conversations about it and my mum has always encouraged me to be bold. Both of my parents have always instilled confidence in me and encouraged me to be a big dreamer. So my mum is one of the biggest reasons that I am who I am today and I couldn't be more thankful or privileged to have my mum on. So... I don't know what to say now. (laughs) So today we're going to really be focusing on the beauty and joy of motherhood. And who better to talk about that than my mum. So um, first of all, mum, why don't you tell the audience a little bit more about yourself? Okay, well, my name is Tracy and I'm married to my husband, Mark. We've been married for 25 years. We celebrated our silver wedding anniversary in August of this year. (laughs) And we've had the awesome privilege of God blessing us with three amazing children, which um, I thank God for. It's awesome. Awesome. So I know that you've told me um, that you wanted to be a mother all your life. Tell me a bit more about that dream to be a mum and the journey and when that actually came to reality, how that felt. Okay. Um, So I had the absolute privilege of Jesus coming into my heart when I was a little girl. Um, And so from as young as I can remember, I just always wanted to be a mum. And I believe that that was a desire that God put in my heart from a young age. And he gives us the desires of our heart as we delight ourselves in him. He puts those desires in us, first of all. And so when I look back, when I was a little girl, my favourite playing was with my dollies. I remember I had um, twin little dollies and I had a little mini bunk and they would be right next to my bed and I would put them to bed at night. And I just loved playing with dollies and would dream about being a mum one day. And that, that has never left me growing up. 
by the grace of God, I was in the top academic stream in school. And so my peers were aspiring to be doctors, uh, lawyers. Uh, one was going to be a vet. And they, they dreamt and they believed and they pursued and they had a vision for th this type of profession for their lives. And I, I just wanted to be a mum. I had no aspirations career-wise, career but I would think about being a mum, how many children I would have and that sort of thing. And then um, when I was 18 and everyone was going off to university to carve out their career, I had recommitted my life to the Lord when I was 16. And I just really wanted to pursue God. I wanted to know God more and to follow his heart for my life. So I actually went to Bible school when my friends went to university. And God did a work in me where... I knew him in a different way. He revealed the cross to me. I had a vision of the cross when I was in Bible school and he just stripped everything away from my life so that I, I began to know him more intimately and to realise or begin the journey to realise how much he loved me. When mm. I left Bible school, I pursued God because I I realised I wasn't going to be a missionary and so pursued what did he want for my life. And top of the list was being a mum, but of course you get on with your life. I wasn't courting or anything like that at that time. And so I pursued God in directions he gave me and invariably it would be working with children and I worked um, with, um, in, I, I was asked to set up a preschool and a reception class for a Christian school in, in Bath, um, a city in England. And uh, I've also trained as a paediatric nurse. So, uh, and my favorite part of that was with Skaboo and the, with, the, with the newborn premature babies. Oh my goodness, I loved that. And that just really fed my maternal instincts. And I, I loved holding those little babies and praying for them and just sensing the father's heart for them. And it was during, whilst I was training as a, a nurse, uh, I met my husband-to-be, Mark, and um, God brought us together as husband and wife. And um, we decided we wanted a couple of years of of the two of us, first of all, in our marriage, to build that foundation and to enjoy each other. And um, we decided then a few years in that we felt it was right to, to believe God for our first child. And we started praying into that. And in the year 2000, our beautiful daughter, Grace Gabriella, was born in November. And um, I remember when I first knew I was pregnant, I was just overcome with joy, just joy where I just laughed. <laughs> I just, the joy was overwhelming that it came out in laughter. And, and my husband at the time was a business consultant and he would either be on business with clients or when he was working in the office, it was open plan, so he would be with his peers. And the day I found this out, he was in the office with his peers, open plan, and 
that's all he could get out of me was laughter. And uh, so he, you phoned him. because I phoned yeah. him and to tell him the news. And so in the end, he had to go into the photocopying room to have a bit of privacy. And he managed to get out to me that I was pregnant. We were delighted with this news. And each step of the way during pregnancy was awesome. Uh, the reality of ultrasound scan, seeing Grace in my womb. And then when Grace started moving, you, you could sense the, 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 the kicks and um, the somersaults. It was awesome. And then the day Grace was born, I remember in the early hours of the morning, just lying on my bed with Grace next to me and just tears of gratitude and realization that I was a mum and Hugh was my little baby. And just the awesome sense of responsibility of bringing Grace up to to know God and and for her to fulfil the dreams that God had for her, I just knew that um, all of my children are their world changers because of Jesus. It's because of Jesus He gives us dreams, and He has amazing plans for each child. But importantly for me, my children, my children are world changers, history makers. And as a parent, I now have the responsibility of, of introducing Jesus into their lives, that they would love him with all of their hearts and receive all of, all of the love he has for them. Amen. Amen. That's awesome. I like how you talked about how um you went back to when you discovered you were pregnant you know that was like you were a mother at that point yes, not when i was born absolutely. and um and that's awesome and pregnancy should be such an exciting joyous time and also just the way you described the awe of like seeing me and holding me and even just being pregnant that's something that i've thought about a lot like i would just be in total awe um when i have children and yeah that's just amazing that as you said god entrusts that to us and um yes. it's it's so special so um something else i wanted to ask you about is in our world today motherhood is almost looked upon negatively by many or as a limitation and many young girls and women are more focused on their careers than on getting married and being mothers one day what would you say to young girls and women about the dream of being a mother? I would say, follow your heart. God puts dreams in your heart. And for me, the biggest dream, the biggest fulfillment is being a mum. And don't be deceived. You can have a career as well as being a mum. For me, it was, I had a season where, by the grace of God, I, I was a full-time mum and that, that was right for my life. But there's not necessarily an either or. And being a mum, you're partner, partnering with God Almighty. It is God that creates life. And it is God that creates the life in your womb. And you have the privilege of partnering with God on his creations. And he entrusts you to bring up his children. It's an awesome time. It's the best ever. So don't listen to lies, follow your heart, and you will realize God will put dreams of motherhood inside of you. And I didn't just stop at Grace, I had Shaloma, who's awesome. She's adventurous, full of life, and loves God, and loves to serve people. And then I have Emmanuel, 
who's an awesome young man, who has such a tender, loving heart, who is just so full of, of love. He is amazing to be around. That's awesome. That's awesome. And I think that's so important as well that you said, you know, motherhood doesn't mean you don't have a career. You can be an amazing mom and also rock it in your career. And um, that's definitely something that I aspire to. But also a stay-at-home mom is 100% a worthy thing to pursue as well and is amazing. And, um, you know, I think even even above career, motherhood and family is definitely the most important thing and is the most important thing that God's given us to do as well. Yes, I would look at God as our role model and God loves, he has his son, his only begotten son, and he wanted us so much that he gave his son to die on the cross for us to become his children. So first and foremost, the creator of, of this universe, the, the God where nothing is too hard for him, he can have anything and everything, cherishes and loves and esteems his family. We are his treasure and the value of us is his son. That's how priceless we are. So therefore, family is to be pursued, is to be valued because God has set that standard in motion. Mm-hmm. And it really is the cornerstone of society as well. Healthy families produce healthy societies. Absolutely, absolutely. And that's the way God destined it, mm. to have a, a mum and a dad, because we are different, um, but we come from God. God has male and female inside him. So for a, a child to have total care, the the, the, the total sides of God to a degree within a family unit is a is a, a male and a female, a mum mm. and a dad. Yeah. And having siblings, having children, it's so much fun. And you learn um, to share, you learn to, 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 to be as a team. And yes, it is very healthy and you're a mini society with, within society. Mm-hmm. And you're growing up seeing then how you can contribute to society, what are your gifts, what are your callings, what inspires you, what do you enjoy. A family is a very safe environment to learn and grow and discover who you are so that you are strong and and ready to take your next steps of independence as you, as you leave your family and you contribute more into the world and, and what God has got for you, what, what plans God has for you. It's so exciting and, and like you said, so healthy to have family. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And uh, I think you were saying this before, I'm not sure if it was on the podcast or when we were going through some things, what we were going to say, but you were saying about you were excited to get to know your children and like that's such a fun thing. Um, getting to know anyone is such a fun thing. Um, and so, yeah, that's really cool. So uh, my next question is, You've been an amazing parent, um, really, especially you and dad in the way that you've always pointed us back to Jesus. What advice would you give to any parents or people who want to be parents in the future listening about how to raise their children to love Jesus? Well, I think that is the key thing. It's loving Jesus. 
And really that starts with you as the parent, you are the role model. So that has to be real in your life. You know, there's a lovely scripture, it's in Isaiah chapter 43, verse 10, where it God encourages us to know him intimately, believe him always, and know that he is the only true God. So for me, being a great parent is, is, is all about Jesus. It's dying to self and allowing him to flow through you and allowing him to be first place in your life, to, to, to allow God to love you and to have that relationship with him on a daily basis so that your children see that it's not religion. This is, this is truth. This is reality. Knowing God every day, knowing God in your provision, knowing in God in, in um, everyday life, Grace and Shaloma and Emmanuel, they were baptised, I, I believe Emmanuel too was baptised in the Holy I know Grace and Shalom were baptised in the Holy Spirit at the age of three. They spoke in tongues and seeing um, their mum and dad, we would pray together daily after um, dinner um, for seasons, just praying in tongues, teaching them that that's... God speaking through you, God answering prayers through tongues. In Jude 20, it says it builds us up in our most holy faith. So bringing your children up to know God is actually you you living that life and them seeing that and showing them that in their school, that Christ is the center of science. Christ is the center of every aspect of learning. And that Christ, it's through Christ you do all things. And them discovering who they are in Jesus. It's, it's so exciting for them when they discover who they are. They discover gifts as a parent. It's so exciting to see that. And you have the privilege to, to direct um, their, their daily activities as you see gifts being manifest. They have such a head start in life. Like Daniel, he was seven times better than his peers. You know, parents, when you've got Jesus Christ in your family, you've, you've got the advantage. God crowns your children with favour and success. And it's exciting to partner with God to see that um, become evident in them. Mm -hmm. Amen. Amen. I like what you said about it's about that relationship with God, not religion. I think, yes. you know, some young people were maybe brought up in a Christian home, but it was more religious. And then when you, you go out into the world, you don't have that established root system of actually something that's personal to you and a personal relationship with God. You just maybe have some rules, which then is all too tempting to throw away when other things look more fun. And so, it's so key that it's about that relationship and about cultivating in your children their personal relationship with God and encouraging that. Um, and I think another amazing thing that you and dad have always done is you've always pointed us back to our true identity in Jesus and what Jesus says about us. Despite whatever, it's always um, reinforcing that. And that's so key as well. Um, being rooted and grounded in your identity as a child and as a parent to to help cultivate that. So, um, yeah, it's really, really awesome. 
So I know that you've always had a passion about pro-life and I kind of said at the beginning that my mom um, sort of got me started a little bit in that too. Um, well, not a little bit, a lot. And um, so, mom, can you share um, a bit more about your passion for pro-life? Okay, yep. I love pro-life because to me, it's all about God. God is life. God is the, the creator of, of little ones. And pro-life is, is connecting with God, partnering with God, with what his plan is. He desired and, and planned each life before the foundations of the earth. He had plans and dreams for every human being that is created. And we have the awesome privilege of, of, of having this child on this earth. We help create the physical body, but you know, a child is far more than its physical being. A child is a spirit and it has a soul and that comes from God. So when a child is first conceived, an eternal being is, has been created, has been released. And so for me, it's pro-life every time because we're saying yes to God. We're saying yes to what the Father's heart wants. And so for me, I, I love God and I want what he wants and he desires life every time. And it's a privilege and an honor to conceive his dreams, his visions, his, his beings, his, his little ones that grow into full stature, what he desires for them. So I will always be pro-life because it's pro-God and um, God is good and God has always got great things. God is love. So pro-life is choosing love. It's choosing the best. Mm. Amen. Amen. I like what you said about pro-life is pro-God. You know, yeah. as Christians, that is should be part of who we are. Um, God is the creator of life. God made life and he didn't create life for it to then be murdered mm. um, and taken, you know. Yeah. So, yeah, that's awesome. Uh, I know that you shared with me before a bit of a story about one of your friends who um, got pregnant um, and just the journey. I don't know if you want to share that. Yes, bit. yes. This happened um, a number of years ago. We were both single and my friend entered into uh, a relationship which was not good. It was abusive and she ended up pregnant and became very frightened, uh, very emotional and very undecisive about what her future held and what she should do. She shared it with her parents and her father was very clear that she should have an abortion. And my friend knew deep in her heart that this wasn't right, even though it would have been the easy option. She just, in the end, couldn't do that. And she gave birth to, to her daughter. And um, my friend's father, which is her daughter's grandfather, when this little one was born, he cried. And he just repented and 
and couldn't understand why he would choose such a terrible decision when he saw his little granddaughter that he would have even had the thoughts to have murdered her. So yeah, that's, that's an awesome ending for my friend, being brave and making the right choice, even though it wasn't the easy choice to make. And do you know, God came through for her, God provided for her, and she actually has an amazing career now as well. God opened doors for her, and later on she married a man who loves her, and has, God's blessed her with more children as well. That's oh, yeah. awesome. That's really, really awesome. And um, even, you know, we're talking about the joy of motherhood and things, but for some women, maybe finding out that they're pregnant isn't the most joyous thing at that moment, but there's still great joy in being a mum. And um, abortion is not the solution to, no. to an unplanned pregnancy. And so... Um, and I know you were telling me before as well, it was kind of like you um, you wanted her to have a decision that is good for her too. And sometimes maybe abortion almost looks like it's a good decision for the woman, but it isn't. And, um, you know, you shared with me that if she had maybe made the decision for abortion, you think that that could have, well, it does cause so much pain and trauma and regret that um, it really is not about helping women at all. And now she has an amazing career, yeah. she has a, an amazing husband, family, all of those fears, all of those lies that the mm. abortion lobby would like to feed women that, oh my gosh, if you have this child, you're going to be homeless and never be able to do anything with your life and blah, blah, blah. And just how amazing God is and, um, how he rewards us when we make those right choices. So yes, that's yes. awesome. So um, as you know, we always like to finish off on a three minute challenge. So what is the three minute challenge that you would give our listeners? Well, the three minute challenge I have for you is I quoted earlier one of my favorite scriptures, Isaiah 43 verse 10. And I challenge you to, to ask God to, to, to show his heart that you would know him intimately, that you would believe him always. You know, God cannot lie. It says in Titus, God cannot lie. So therefore God's word can be trusted. So I would challenge you to say, God, I want to trust you. I want to know the truth. When I read the word, I want that to be the reality in my life. And the third thing is to know that he is the only true God. And I would challenge you in three minutes to say, God, I want to know that you are the only true God. In these end days, you know, it says gross darkness shall cover the earth. But it also says in Isaiah 60 that we are to arise, shine, for our light has come and the Amen. glory of the Lord is risen upon us. When we know our, that God is the only true God, we will arise with single-mindedness. We will be as bold as lions because the lion of the tribe of Judah lives inside of us. Holy Spirit endows us with boldness. That is who he is. Holy Spirit is, is boldness. That's where boldness comes from. And when we choose God, when we know him, when we realize he is the only, only true God who was and is and is to come, 
that we will be like Shadrach, Meshach and Abednego and Daniel. We will not bow down to lies, but we will be strong and courageous. And like Daniel, let us do exploits for our God because our God loves us and he's our greatest cheerleader. And we are not alone for there is a crowd of witnesses cheering us on. So let's be bold, let's be strong and let's love God with all of our hearts in these end times and let us shine like stars. Amen. 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 That's an awesome three minute challenge. <laughs> um, so I encourage you, go and look up Isaiah 43.10, read that and just ask God to really show you, you know, that you know him intimately, that you believe him always and that you know that he's the one true God. Just seek him on deeper revelation of that and and just pursue that amazing relationship with him. So thank you so much for coming on, mom. It was an awesome time. Thank you for sharing. And yeah, I really appreciate you. Oh, thank you so much. It's very humbling to, to be a mum and it's awesome seeing what God is doing. I'm so excited about your life, Grace, as, as God unfolds his plans and his future for you. Great things, world changer, history maker. That is who you are and who all of my children are. And I, I love you and I love being a mum. Thank you for inviting Amen. me. Thank you so much. Okay, everyone. Don't forget to subscribe, follow this podcast, and um, we'll release our next one next Monday. Speak to you soon. Bye.